All right, y'all, welcome back. This is episode 23 of Rows 1 through 10. Travis and I are fresh back up off our trip to Darlington for the throwback weekend. Um, We also got a special guest in here to cover the Outlaws events up in Pennsylvania at Lincoln and Williams Grove over the weekend. We got uh, Derek Putty from York, Pennsylvania. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, man. Good. Good to have you on here. Um, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I think it would be good to get a little little outlaw versus posse preview from you since you're oh, yeah. uh, right there in the in the thick of it. Oh yeah, right in my backyard pretty much. Yeah. Um like I said we got races already. We're doing the podcast a day early this week because the Outlaws kick off the show on Wednesday with a race at Lincoln. Um and then they have Thursday night off and then pick back up Friday night at the Grove and Saturday night at the Grove. And I believe I'm going to be there Saturday night, not going to be able to make it Friday. But I will be there Saturday. Oh, cool. At least you get to make it. I mean, hey, it's better than not going to the races at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, did you watch – were you able to watch uh, the Outlaws this weekend there? Uh, n- no. Uh, the thing I had worked out, the guy ended up going to bed early. So uh, I did listen to it on uh, Friday night. I was up and – uh, started to doze off and John Gibson actually yelled and woke me up uh, <laughs> out of my sleep and called the race. Uh, so I took my headphones out and just went to bed and uh, then got up the next morning and uh, I checked Twitter and Facebook to see what's going on in the, in the sprint car world. And uh, they obviously were racing Saturday, two races plus USAC uh, as well. Yeah. It was so, a busy, busy day there at Eldora. Um Yeah. Travis was at the truck race, and then he was able to get nice. back to camp. Um, and the Outlaws show started so late with all the rain there in Eldora that he was able to watch it, some of it at camp, or what they had on Friday. Nice. Um, I uh, Yeah, I put on qualifying, and then, like, once qualifying ended, I shut the phone off and got in the tent, and I was I tapped out. And then uh, that's when you guys came and got there, I guess, an hour later, and you told me, yeah, they called the show. Yeah, so it was I, right after qualifying they called it, so – yeah, so they literally must have called it like right after I locked my phone up and went to sleep. Like, yeah, yeah, so they was- they were saying uh, that I, from the report that I read was the track was just not in any, it wasn't in any shape. Which, I mean, I'm not calling out the outlaws, but U- USAC did their thing, and then the outlaws just decided not to follow through the rest of the show. And I mean, hey, well, did, I the, did the USAC follow through Friday night and run Friday night? They didn't run the whole show, but they ran through, I believe, their warm-ups and their time trials. And... Well, that's what the Outlaws did as well. They ran hot laps okay. and time trials, and then okay. they called it. Okay. They said the track was not in racing condition. Condition, yep. That's yeah. what I read on Twitter. They, they said, said they that... couldn't get the bottom groove worked in to, yep. to racing condition, which it makes sense. You know, if, if there's no reason to send these guys out there two, three wide in heat races um, for them to just tear some Destroy stuff up. equipment, yeah. And, and, and where somebody get hurt, you know? If they yep. if the drivers don't feel comfortable, I mean, yeah, it sucks, and for all the fans that were there for sure. But you want, I think safety comes first. Oh yeah. If, if, if I can do one critique, I think they should have they should have bumped that race to Sunday night rather than ran that like Saturday day race. Because yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see the the numbers if if Dirt Vision had that like the viewership numbers because I know we weren't able to catch the race Saturday afternoon. Um, we were able to catch Saturday night's feature, which was cool. Nice. Have you guys ever been to Eldor before? No. No? Oh, dude, I'm telling you what, man. You thought Bristol was cool. 
Um, I, I know Derek Bristol, obviously with a dirt track, it's not what it, what you and I are used to seeing at the Grove or Lincoln or Susquehanna or I'm sorry, Babster, but Eldor, man, it's, you're just balls of the wall at that place. I mean, you're on the guardrail the whole way around the place. Yeah, I could um, tell that. I went back and watched the features uh, just this afternoon, and and for, uh, Saturday afternoon's feature was they were just rim riding up there, man. It was oh, yeah. it was awesome to watch. Yeah, I was there three times, so it uh, it, it it's definitely a place I would put on the map as a, a must do, and Knoxville as well. I was at Knoxville, um, I think like four or five years ago when. Don Kreitz Jr. was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Nice. Um, obviously, you know I'm a big uh, 69K fan. I grew up Donnie, I grew up right behind Donnie's shop as a kid. Um, my dad was a sponsor on the car. And uh, we uh, – my dad I, – I used to go over there and get dropped off um, on a Friday to just help sweep and do odds and ends and used to ride in – up to the Grove in the rig and get a pit pass at, at, at 13, 14 years old. And that pretty much was when I got really involved and hooked on to sprint car racing. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So, and you know, my love for the 69 K. Oh yeah. Having, obviously having Lance Deweese apart is uh, huge and Davey Brown and also, uh, uh, also Donnie is just, you know, they call it the dream team. I mean, why not? Them guys all deserve, they're all hall of famers oh yeah exactly yeah i mean those guys together are just something isn't right the other two are gonna agree to it you know or they know something's not right you know and they might not be the best car on the track i've been at the races where they weren't maybe the best car on the track but they still won the race i mean that's just how you know how well that team is sound put together Right, and, and they always got some of the best drivers in the game behind the wheel of that thing. I don't like Lance Deweese is definitely one of the best sprint car drivers in the country, and he's uh he's definitely able to get up and wheel that thing. Oh yeah, I mean I definitely been that that first couple the first two three seasons that they were putting things together and trying to gel. At one point, when you saw the old Kreitz hauler or as they call it, Kreitz Force One. Um, when you see that thing pull in, you knew that the money was going home with them that night. And if not, I mean, at least it was a podium finish. That's awesome, um, man. So, yeah, it's uh, – hopefully I, – I was talking to Travis a little bit ago. I, I did want to touch on him hitting 100. That's going to be big for them if they do that this weekend. Oh, I hope so. At, at the Grove. I hope um, it doesn't happen until Saturday when I'm there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be huge for them to do that. They've every Friday that the Grove is racing, um, you know, Facebook just blows up with people saying, you know, he's going to number one hundred, number hundred, number hundred. Yeah, and, and and it hasn't happened. Um, the last two, three, four weeks has been weather around here, rain, and uh, at one point, I think like a week or two ago, it was so windy here that the turn three and four, there's a like a, a fence that goes around the speedway got completely blown over. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm pretty sure they got that all pair, pair, uh, you know, repaired and fixed up. I mean, they, um, obviously to get ready for this weekend, but they haven't raced at, at the Grove in, you know, three, almost three, four weeks. So I think teams coming in this weekend, 
everybody's kind of at a level playing field. The only thing I can say that has momentum in a level, maybe not with a level playing field, is the Outlaws because them guys are fresh. They raced last week, um, and and they raced two days in a row. They had a small break. They're coming into an area that they haven't been yet, you know. Um, but they have that momentum to go into tomorrow at Lincoln and uh, Friday and Saturday at the Grove. Yeah. I was just, I don't know if he's going to be here this weekend, but I believe the last race at the Grove, correct me if I'm wrong, was the race Kyle Larson won with the All Stars. So I don't know if Kyle Larson's going to be there this weekend, but we know he already has a win under his belt there. So I don't know. You can tell, is he going to be there this weekend? Is that, I've read, I've read through my Twitters and Facebook that he is, um, he will not be racing tomorrow at Lincoln. I think he has a prior commitment to a late model, I believe. Um, I was at the all-star race and uh, it was pretty much Lance and Larson on the front row. And then Larson just stole. And I'll tell you what, man, you could put that kid in a shopping cart and he's, he's, he's going to blow it out of the water. Yeah. Dude's just a gasser. He can drive anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we watched him come through the field after his penalty at Darlington on Sunday. Yeah. He was the one guy that nearly was able to snatch that race from Martin Truex Jr. Right away at the end. Ripping so. it three wide through the middle of turns two. Oh my goodness! The, yeah, uh, just putting on a clinic. Toughest, two of the toughest guys to pass in the sport, too. Ryan Newman and Tyler Reddick, and just shot them three wide in the middle and went past them like it's nothing. But yeah, I it's a ballsy move. It's a ballsy move in that. I mean, you're you're in the race at that point. That's uh, I don't know. He was going for the win for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if I drive it that hard. I, I guess if you really want to win, or you're trying to make a statement or some kind of a point uh hey man more power to you yeah but i would assume he's racing this weekend with the uh nascar being in, in dover which is just across across the state there yeah. and that's just what i was uh bringing that up for was you know he already has experience and a win there this year you know not far removed than what might have been the last race there so uh definitely gonna be a tough guy to beat this week even though Something seems like that 57 hasn't quite been as fast on a week by week basis as we we saw last year, obviously. So, uh, you know, he's going to be a big story this weekend. And, you know, we know this is a place he's had a lot of success before. So. Oh, yeah. And with Rico, drive, I mean, has Rico had any laps in that in that car? Not since, since the beginning of the year. OK. Yeah, he, he drives it on the West Coast. Yeah. OK. And then. And then, yeah, he drives his car on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of knew there. there's a lot of seat swap this year with, with that. And obviously uh, with Jack Shield in his, uh, which I consider beautiful, it brings back so many memories seeing him in that Pennzoil. Oh, it's so freaking uh, cool. Yeah, I just, I remember being a little kid and seeing that thing and against Steve Kinzer and Mark Kinzer and Sammy Sundell at the Grove. And it was just on the edge action. I mean, uh, even though I was a big Donnie fan, I still rooted for Jack Hottenshield because the guy just put that car in places that you only do in a video game. Yeah. And and there was, um, I, I can't remember which truck this weekend, but there's actually a truck that had a throwback scheme to that Pennzoil 22. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't. I missed yeah. that. Yeah, I, I missed uh, that. Yeah, I'll look back and um, and send you guys a picture while uh while we're talking. I'll look through some pictures and see if I can get one. Yeah, buddy, you mentioned uh, 
to that. Putty, you mentioned that oh, Lance DeWeese is looking for number 100 at the Grove. Um, yes. It feel, feels kind of similar to for him chasing that to Donnie chasing number outlaw victory number 300. They've both been really close, one went away, and just everything seems to go wrong at the worst time. And they just can't can't get the, over that hump to get that special victory. Yeah, that hump. I mean, like at the All Stars, uh, that hump was Kyle Larson. Yep. Lance Lance had a decent. I, I the car was coming. It just Kyle just knows how to get around that place, and I think that's what's going to scare a lot of people this weekend. Is he's going to show up? He has the upper hand. He has the last. I think actually, it, it might have to look through and out there in the racing world correct me if i'm wrong but i think the last time the grove race was the all-stars yeah that's i think what travis said i believe it yeah i believe that's yeah. correct so i mean that's that's going on they three, might have had ago. one race yeah i think they were the night that that lance didn't didn't run okay you know i don't think they started the race oh uh, you are right you know what no you are correct i think they were there and they rained out everybody okay. was they had cars unloaded and then they, um, so it all they, did. So the yeah. so Larson was the last one. I'm pretty sure I'd have to a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent. I wouldn't bet on it, but I'm pretty sure if you check the record books, I'm pretty sure he's the last one that raced and won at the groove. So well, we're going to go with ago. it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if not, he, he was one of the last, yeah. um, so yeah, we can get into, uh, the races Saturday. Um, earlier in the day, you had the Myerstown missile Brent Marks, um, back in his own 19 car, um, and went out and he was running second all day, really. Sheldon Hoddenshield had the lead for about half the race, and then uh, a big caution in turns one and two with like 13 laps to go. Um, on that restart, I guess a lap into that restart, uh, Brent Marks took the lead and didn't look back, and then it didn't really matter, um, because Sheldon was light at the scales, anyways. So Brent Marks picking up an Outlaws victory, his first one since 2019 at the Natty Open, since we're talking about Williams Grove. Yeah, that kid, I'll tell you what, um, it's a shame that he had to uh, part ways uh, with that ride, but I'll tell you what, it's worked out for him um, a lot. He's had, what, three first places and a second since he's been back in the 19. 19- yeah, he certainly lived up to the name of Myerstown Missile. I mean, yeah. dude, he got back in that 19, and he's just been on a tear. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy on what you can do in your own equipment sometimes. Maybe uh, being on the road and having all that money uh, isn't always the best option. Sometimes uh, shoestring traveler is the best way to go. Yep, change of scenery sometimes is what you need. Yeah. I sent um, you guys a picture of that 20. I, I had to dig for it, but yes, yeah, oh, it's a good looking awesome. car. That was yeah, yeah, awesome. Wayne self driving that. Nice. No relation, by the way. <laughs> yeah, about I say, think... we, we have some awesome Wayne self stories <laughs> from Martinsville. The one year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story we'll get to another time. Yeah. Maybe not I do, on the podcast. <laughs> I do. I do want to check out a NASCAR race. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I've never been to one. Yeah, we certainly. Yeah. Uh, since we're we've, yeah. we're going to be going to sprint car races, we got to get you into a NASCAR race. Can I be honest with you? Um, my neighbor across the street, he's a huge NASCAR guy, so that's why I kind of get back into it. I used to go over there Sundays to help, uh, hang out with him and uh, drink some beer and watch it. And uh, 
I'll tell you what, if we're going to go to a NASCAR race, I don't want to go to Pocono. Yeah, I would not yeah. take you to Pocono for your first NASCAR race. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind Dover or possibly even hitting Bristol. Bristol for your first NASCAR race is what you what it's about. That's okay. that's one of the best tracks to go for your first one. I'd really say a short track like either Bristol, Martinsville. I think even Richmond, it, it has yeah. to be the best racing, but I still think in person. It'd yep. be a really, and it's probably close to you too. It'd be a really cool place to see a race at. Yeah, all I, three I of those Pocono. places. Are... It's a really pretty, pretty place to see a race. Obviously, like I've been there a few times. I saw Dale Jr. win there. Probably my favorite race I've ever been to in 2014. So, hey Derek, I did want to tell you one thing. Just to step back a second at Bristol. Thanks for showing me around, man. That place. Oh is, yeah, uh, no problem. That place was cool. We um, I listened to last week's episode uh, or two weeks ago about when you uh. When we were out there, obviously, uh, us doing a little adventure and us walking onto the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, to the drag strip. That was cool. And then we just happened to walk uh, around and uh, I had to convince you to walk the whole way around. And uh, we ended up walking right into the track and that was cool. Yeah, um, that was cool. Um, the reason it's going to be convincing because the, I remember that the only time I remember that hill was I was super hungover at a NASCAR race and just like that hill about <laughs> killed me. So I was like, nah, I don't need to go that way. Like, let's just go back the other way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is the guy. Which hill that, is uh, it? Is it is it the one where you walk out of the track? Uh or, or like where you walk towards like the souvenirs? Yes, you, well, like, walk- from the like from the gift shop, you know, from the, where the haulers are to like the gift shop to the backstretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh that's yeah. a that's a steep walk. It's, that hill that hill there's hills everywhere. Yeah. There's probably many men who have not made it back from that hill. <laughs> I'm certainly probably not the only one. <laughs> hey, we did see guys sledding. Well, I wouldn't say sledding, but uh, taking plastic sides. Oh, man. Uh, and then that dude just rocked his head on the pavement. And, yeah, it was not good. Uh, yeah, it was not good. It was cool to see that guy go down, but then when that guy rolled down the hill, I was like, yeah, that's too much. Uh, but obviously, it, it's a good atmosphere out there for whatever kind of racing is there. And then um, – but yeah, I man, I just wanted to say thanks for taking me and showing me around that first night. I know there wasn't a lot to do, but I'm a guy that will kind of just walk around and until somebody says, "Hey, you can't be there," and it's like, "Oh, hey, sorry," you know. And you know, it was cool. Oh yeah, Bristol's it was a lot of fun. My, Bristol's my favorite racetrack. Like the okay. Bristol, the Bristol night race is my favorite race every year. Like, like if I can pick if if I had to pick one race, I can only go to one race a year. It'd be the Bristol night race. What's a ticket for that cost? The night race. Uh, 60 bucks 65 bucks maybe depends on where you're sitting i mean there's there's like we got the one year we paid a lot of money the one year when we sat all the way up in the tower yeah but that's that's how sweet it's like the opposite of any other sport like the lower you sit the cheaper the the ticket is cheaper it is yeah well that's why that's why we're rose one through ten we are like the 500 level fans of nascar but those 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 seats up in the tower that one year man those Though that was freaking cool. Yeah, it was. But in my opinion, I think you know, Rose one through ten, it's a it's a hell of a name. I love it. But the fact that you said we're we're that what three hundred level, five hundred level, like being at the vet or Exactly. That's, yeah. That, that's where the real beer in my opinion, the real blue collar, redneck The real fans sit. Yeah, the real fans are after NASCAR. Yeah. I, and it's nice to have luxury, but like when we went to Knoxville they had us out in the suites and everything, and it was cool. And I, I, the the whole entire experience was awesome. At one point, I got up and walked over to the main grandstand and sat in the main grandstand. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like sitting 
sit, pop, taking your your pull up chair, your pop up chair, whatever. Yeah. Sitting it right there on turn three at the Grove and just getting showered with mud. Yeah. During hot laps, there's nothing better than that. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Rows one through ten. Um, yeah. it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I've made kind of a pact with myself. Um, I try to meet at least one to two people a, a year at uh the Grove or Lincoln or wherever. Uh, obviously that's how I met you. And, um, you know, uh, I try to get one new person to the races every year. And, um, I actually had my bachelor party at the Grove like three, four years ago. And I took four guys that were in my, my party and have never been to a sprint car race before in their lives. Um, one was at a drag strip and one other one was at like a dirt bike race or something. Excuse me. And, uh, the end of the weekend, they called me Sunday afternoon when I was unpacking my stuff and they're like, we have to go again. There's no other way. I will not go unless you take us. <laughs> I mean, I showed them beer Hill. I took them down in the very end of the turn and we stood there for warmups. I took them across the bridge down in, we got pit passes. I took them in the pits. I showed them around Donnie's trailer. I showed them up and down. I mean, I showed every nook and cranny that I've known because I, I grew up there, you know, um, so I showed him everything that I know about that place and what sprint car racing really is. And they had a blast and that's what it's about. It's, it's about, you know, you and I, I didn't know you from Adam and Eve last year and you just showed up at camp and we just happened to be both named Derek. We drive the same truck and we do the same occupation. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we both and, love racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And here we are, we're on a podcast. And so, yeah, I, I well, that, and that's I def- another thing you talk about the people that you meet. I mean, the, that's, that's what we love about it is that when you go to a racetrack, the people you meet is, is that's how me far and Derek met too. Yeah, exactly. We met at a racetrack. We met at Richmond after Kyle Bush. We're both Kyle Bush fans, and we were partying oh, after Kyle Bush. You guys are killing me. <laughs> you guys are killing me at the Kyle Bush stuff. If my wife were here, she'd be jumping through the microphone because she is <laughs> she's not a, a, a Kyle Bush fan at all. She loves she loves Martin Truex Jr., but uh, she is not. <laughs> she does not like uh, Kyle Bush at all. Yeah, um, he, he's one of those ones you either love him or you hate him. He almost kind of reminds me of Danny Dietrich. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I consider him very, very polarizing in the sport and, yes. and just has an opinion about everything. But I will say Danny this year has grown on me a little bit. Um, I, I try to give the driver the benefit of the doubt. Um, I'm still not a fan, but I can respect the guy, especially when you leave Port Royal and you hightail down the highway to pull in the Lincoln, unload a car and set up a car for that was set up for Port Royal to set it up for Lincoln and then make it out to your heat race and then make the main. Did so, he win that night? Uh, I don't remember to be honest with you. Okay. That, it, that's a history book thing. You're going to have to check back into maybe at a later time, but either way. Yeah. You got to love that. The guy. Yeah. So obviously just, just you're, you're pretty, uh, in touch with this world. I'd say, I don't want to yeah. speak for Derek, but more than me and probably more than Derek, uh, but so so who are like the most hated guys and and you would say like that just up in Pennsylvania and in general like across the fan base because like I, yeah. I have I've never really caught like the perception of like what guys are real because like I went to Volusia this year 
Okay. That was like my first big sprint car race. And uh, like there weren't any guys like NASCAR races, like, you know, a Kyle Busch and Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin are going to get booed. But, you know, there weren't any like sprint car drivers where everybody's like, boo! So, like, you know, I was just one. And maybe that's just a Volusia thing. But I was wondering, like, who are the the villains? I I wouldn't say we don't really have villains. Um, I. The big one at Lincoln is Danny Dietrich and uh, Brian Monteith. Brian Monteith is obviously not in a seat right now or anytime soon that I know of. So I don't know what's really to say. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of that I know, especially in our group. There are a lot of guys that don't like Lance. Um, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's just because they like to heckle some of the guys we hang out with or if it's tr- a true thing. I haven't really dug deep into it. I kind of ignore um, the Lance haters or what I call the Larson Knights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so most, most of them guys that like Danny Dietrich are also Larson fans, so I call them Larson Knights. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know how that came up. It just it kind of fell out of my mouth one th- night on Beer Hill and – it's stuck. Um, That's what I was curious. Like when it's the outlaws versus the posse up there, is okay. it like a friendly level of respect or is like, they're uh, a lot no, of, oh, no, dude, you're, you're talking, uh, I don't want to, uh, it, it's a heavyweight bout up here. When the outlaws come into town, if you check any Facebook or Twitter, uh, trash talking started and it, what, what is it? Tuesday? <laughs> it's Tuesday. It now, started I mean, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Outlaws yeah. took the first shot yesterday. Yeah, they, about they getting, out, yeah. About the posse getting swept last year. Yeah, and if I, I do want to throw in there real quick, Larson is technically not an outlaw. The outlaws, and I'm calling the world of outlaws out on this podcast. Sorry, guys. But they need to uh, He's an outsider. Back. Yeah, they need to take back saying that they swept uh, 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 the the posse here because to me in my book and I don't know about your guys's books but he's not he's he's a he's a he's a traveler he is not bound to the outlaws or to the posse. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's, I feel the he's same an way about like Larson, Rico, Abreu, and like guys like that where they just kind of like race everywhere. Yeah, they're they're invaders in my opinion. If you know an outlaw to me is a guy that. Packs up week to week, day to day, and running for points. Yeah, and the posse are guys that uh, come from the. You know, there are one or two drivers that are from the Maryland and New Jersey area that race weekly up here. They're considered posse. Um, you know, so them them guys are considered. But I'd say when it, it and I'll tell you what, Trav, when you come up here, dude, we got to get you to Williams Grove, and we'll get you to Lincoln. Um, but when the Outlaws are in town, Donnie Shots is is not a big fan. <laughs> wow. There, there are a lot of fans that uh, in Pennsylvania that are not Shots. You will hear anybody but Shots being yelled on Beer Hill. So what um, about like the Shoehart and Jacob Allen and guys who were like uh, once part of the posse that went with the Outlaws? The when, Oh, yeah. Dude, I grew I, I where I live, there are shops like 20 minutes down the road. Um uh, they at the high school that's right down the street here. They graduated from, and uh, anybody around here that has no sprint car, they know, they know the shoe. They know shark racing, and the, when they come into town, I mean, it's 
you see the sharks everywhere. <laughs> That's you awesome. Yeah, I mean, and 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 I wasn't. I was a fan. I like to watch uh, up and coming drivers. Um, that they basically they rode in one trailer with two cars their first year, and it it, it takes a lot to run on the World of Outlaws tour. It takes money. And it takes a lot of patience and time. And that team has come together and come so far from being that little team in Pennsylvania to venturing out all over the country. And now they're sponsors with Drydeen and Def Fuel. And when they pull into town, it's it's like a homecoming, man. You just it's awesome to see them guys. And I root for them. My my wife roots for uh for shark racing. So it's but uh the, the, the rivalry is it's huge. It's nobody in Pennsylvania likes the outlaws. I hate the outlaws. Um, I enjoy watching sprint car racing. Um, but the, the Donnie Shots thing and and there are some fans out there that aren't gravel fans and Brad Sweet. Um, Brad Sweet's another one that I know know some people that aren't Brad Sweet fans. Yeah, I think when you're in the the posse there, posse land, uh, when you got regular sprint car racing week to week, you know, you get kind of grow more attached to those guys, those personalities. Um, whereas for me and Travis, I feel like we we gravitate more to the outlaws because we get to. I mean, I guess I could watch weekly racing on Flow or or Dirt Vision. You know, I could get into it, but I, I'm more. I, I see the outlaws as more of like a stars. You know, those are the big names, and I don't know. I can, you know, I just see that they, I can see why you guys have, are dedicated to the posse versus other people, you know, that are outlaw fans strictly. The way uh, I've, I, I got into sprint car racing because of, uh, the, like NASCAR personalities. Cause like, you know, I've been a NASCAR fan since I was five. And then there's a lot of NASCAR guys who came from that world. And that's yep. kind of where I like gravitated towards it. So guys like Kyle Larson and Tony Stewart and Brad Sweet are Casey the Kane. people. Casey Kane, I'm yep. a huge Casey Kane fan. Like people like that are who got me into sprint yeah. car racing. So that's why I gravitate more towards the outlaws and those guys in general. Well, you definitely got to make it up here, man. I'm telling you what. Um, I, I I can't promise that the racing will be good because it's it's been hit or miss at the Grove, and uh, but we'll definitely get you up here. We'll get you know we got room for you here at the house and. Uh, We'll have to get you to Lincoln. We'll have to get you to the Grove, um, and when the Outlaws are here, and we'll definitely get camp. We'll get a we'll get a spot at the Grove and camp for a couple of days, and just kind of give you the uh, the experience of being being part of the Outlaws. posse. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. We'll take you, Derek, and I'll take you down to Beer Hill. You'll sit in a chair, and you better uh, you better bring goggles, pal, because you're gonna get, <laughs> you're gonna get pounded, dude. I'm telling you what. I can stand there. You better bring full catcher's gear, honestly. <laughs> you you honestly should wear full catcher's gear if you're gonna sit on the fence at Beer Hill. Oh yeah. Legitimate. I'll tell you, and if you and if you're not drinking beer while you're sitting up there, then I'm just gonna leave you there. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have beer in your dirt or in your hamburger, you're not at a race in my opinion. And it's no disrespect to NASCAR. It's just I grew up around sprint cars. I have helped with a sprint car. Um I, I like I said, I'd like to go to a NASCAR race to experience it, but like I said to Derek, I don't think I when I was at Bristol, I was trying to sit there and picture a NAS like third what is it? Well, how big's the field? 30, 40 cars, 35 cars, 40 cars, 40 cars going in a circle. And I think I'd be out. 
even it, it, I know it's loud there. I'd probably get up and walk around. I'd be bored. See, that's where uh, we're having the scanner is really comes in handy because you can like listen to these guys like the listen to the strategy play out. It's essentially okay. like listening to the offensive coordinators or the head coach during a football game calling the plays. Like, okay, here's what we're gonna do to the car this stop, and here's what it should do to help you. I mean, I just got my scanner last year, but for me, I don't. It's, it's a game changer. It's just what I grew up loving, like, because yeah. I went to races for years without Scanner. And, I mean, I just – I love going to races. It's what I've always done, like, Pocono, Dover, Richmond, or, like, the local tracks I always went to. Then started going to Bristol, started, you know, I, Darlington is – you know, we went there this weekend, and Darlington, that place is special to me. And now, like, I've gone to most of the tracks on the East Coast now. Like, I've already been to – probably five i've been to five cup races this year already and we're going to charlotte at the end of the month it's just it's nice. just what i love like so it's it's like you know i went to the 500 this year i went to the road course the week after that then i wow. went to i went to atlanta which is only like an hour for me and then i went to um talladega and then darlington nice that's how it is around but, here these guys they i know guys that they and personally, myself, I had when I before I got married, I was weak every week. I was either at the Grove Lincoln or Port, and then uh, you know, and I I I plan my vacations at work around the outlaws coming to town. And I would take off. I would work four days that week when the outlaws are in town. I'd have my car packed. I'd leave right from work and right to the Grove, set up camp, and then I was there for the next couple of days. You know, it's something that you love. It, it's it's addicting. Sprint car racing is a drug for me. It's addicting. I mean, my wife hates it <laughs> because, <laughs> but she just she she knows the love and passion I have for it, and she knows that I'm very passionate about it. I, I I'm a big I'm a big sprint car. I collect a lot of Donnie Kreitz, uh memorabilia, what I can get my hands on, and uh, anything that has a, a baby blue and orange 69k on it, I gotta have it. It's you know, but I have multiple collections. I got T-shirts, I got hats, you know. And if it's got Paps Blue Ribbon on it, uh, shout out to Lucas Wolf and that car. I still haven't <laughs> seen that car race yet. Like, if it does, if I don't get to see it race, and I'm gonna be upset. Like, well, he's been riding with the All Stars this year, and I think he's been doing a pretty good job in that car so far. It's cool to see him go full time with uh, the, the All Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Derek got me a couple of those Paps Blue Ribbon shirts. Uh, when he did that, I my bank account went into the net. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, yeah, I love Paps. I have uh, so that had the ta- the my ta- I have a, ta- a Paps tattoo on my leg, and it says "Putt" on it, and the year I was born. Um, I got them on my cornhole boards. I got glasses. I got signs. I got wing panels. I got hats, t-shirts. I mean, it just. And when that when I hit the uh, the sprint car market, I just died. My, and like I said, my bank account, I got, you know, I was at the National Open. I think I left with like $100 in merchandise. <laughs> you know, it's just anything that has Paps and Sprite, like my two favorites, my loves, sprint car racing and Paps. And it was like, well, take my money. I don't care. <laughs> you know, so it's, you know, like I said, it's a drug, man. It, and it, it's, 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 it's an escape for reality for me. Um, you know, Derek and I work, you know, in construction and being around, it's stressful. Sometimes you're under pressure to get certain things done. We work around a lot of high voltages and stuff. Um, and, and when I can know the outlaws are coming to town, I say, Hey babe, 
uh, <laughs> the outlaws are in town. I'll see you Sunday. And she's cool with it most of the time. Um, you know, as long as my chores are done. <laughs> <laughs> the honeydew uh, list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I go up there and I have a ball. And I, it, 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 is it awesome to see Lance DeWeese win or the 69K victory? Like, that's like a huge bonus for me. But the big thing is, is I get to see guys like Derek and other friends throughout from, from around the area. And we spend the whole weekend together and we have a ball. We eat good food uh, and we drink beer and just have a hell of a time. Yeah, I almost feel like the anytime we're at the race weekend, the race is like an extra. It's about being there with your boys and just having yeah. a good time. Yeah. Out of way. And then, hey. then we get to see a race afterwards. Yeah. You know, I wanted to bring up something you were asking me about shark racing. And I, I want to go back just a tad here. How about Logan Schuhart? 21st to second at Eldora. That was, that, that was uh, Saturday. Come on, fellas. Yeah. Saturday that was, night. That yeah. race on Saturday night, yeah, we haven't even talked about that race Saturday yeah. night in general yet. That was a good race on Saturday night. Like, yeah, I mean, he, the, he really needed something to turn around because they've have had some terrible luck of late. Um, haven't been finishing races, and oh, and how about really, er, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> even earlier in that night, the the first race, um, they were up there running running pretty well, and then had had a flat tire, um. After I want to say maybe Geo cut him off, put him in the wall. They had a flat tire, had to come back yep. down. Um, yep. They ended up did catching a caution after they, they weren't guaranteed time, but they ended up catching another caution afterwards and got back out. Nice, um, but yeah, from twenty first to second, dude, that dude put on a show. He's really good there at Eldora. Yeah, um, I'm sure he's biting at the bit to get back there for the Kings Royal in a few months. Uh, I'll tell you what, if he runs like he did. Um, and hopefully you guys have me back on. We can do a preview before the Kings Royal. If he runs well out there, I could see him putting it in victory lane that weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this area of where he's from will be a party for a few days. <laughs> Over in Hanover, where they're from, that place will be a party because – they they over in Hanover they love their shark racing. I don't think I've met one person from Hanover that is not a Logan or a Jacob Allen fan. Yeah, definitely got to root for the hometown guys. Yeah, but especially on those 20, big races. But twenty first to second, I mean that's just that's that's a clinic. Yeah, you don't you don't see that these days, especially at a big track no. like Eldora. No, where everybody's kind of going the yeah, where everybody's kind of going the same speeds. Um, yeah. that, that's just wheeling it, man. And I mean, and look at gravel. Let's touch base with that. That guy is just out of this world, blowing it away. And we were at Bristol. He set fast time first. Was it the first night? And then he goes to Eldora and sets quick time. Yep. You know, it's that car is scary. That's what scares me. It, and I, it, I thought David Gravel before the season. It was one of the stories we talked about in our preview. I thought he was taking a step back going from Jason Johnson racing to big game motorsports. But, I mean, that that just ended up being completely wrong because, I mean, he's like – I feel like he's just taking his speed and that yep. just, that whole team to another level. So, I mean, I thought he was taking a step back, but I think it's been a, a big step forward for him. And I know he – believe he won the National Open last year, uh, didn't he, in the 41? No, I won the National Open. Uh, it was one of the races he, Derek went it, to. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was the Natty Open. He might have won Friday night, Saturday night shots. One, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So him and Larson battled it out. 
Yeah, it was, it was Friday. Fr- it was That's Friday. Right. I remember that yep. that battle with Larson and Shots. Now, yeah, I and here's that. and here's a here's another familiar name we'll bring back up. Logan Schuhart was actually in the lead at one point, leading the race, and Shots or um, I'm sorry, uh, Gravel came out of nowhere to take over the lead. What were you talking about last year? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that because I was there for both nights and I remember the shark car being up front for a period of time and then gravel came out of nowhere. Yeah. I cannot remember that far back. Yeah. It's hard. It's uh yeah. And it, it might be a blur both weekends being put together there, but I, I remember the shark car being up front. I remember gravel and shots and it was <clears throat> when you have them cars up front you're and Larson's up there, you're going to have a heavyweight bout. I mean, that's, you got some of the bad, badass sprint car drivers in the country driving, you know, the first five uh, positions there are just untouchable. Yeah, I certainly know. think that's what we're in for this weekend as well. I mean, you got guys, you got a lot of guys right now that are kind of hot. I mean, you got Brad Sweet that's been on a hot streak. David Gravel at Bristol yeah. was really hot. Um, you got Logan Shuhart nipping right on their heels. Um, Brent Marks, who's been running really well. Kyle Larson, who we know is fast, Donnie Schatz, who's always a threat. Um, the name Lance Deweese, let's not leave him out. He's no, he's the sheriff up there. So, I mean, well, they, no, 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 no. Hold on, let me correct you. He's a deputy. Okay. <laughs> no, he's yeah, uh, yeah. You're you're hitting every point I was going to bring up about all them all them drivers you just named. Yeah, I mean, I think are... I think we're in for a hell of a weekend with with the Outlaws versus Posse for the first time this year. Um, yeah, and I think we're going to see some really good car counts throughout the weekend too. I've seen on Twitter people kind of throwing some numbers out, thirty-five Every, to forty. Yeah, I've been even hearing forty to fifty. Yeah, but where are they getting fifty cars? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if that's just everybody's coming out the woodworks or everybody's just very optimistic. But those are the numbers that I've been hearing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know where where fifty cars are coming from, but yeah. Well, I mean, are the all stars starting this weekend? Yeah, that's what I, I was. We were asking yeah. the same question. I don't know. Um, I, I don't let know me you guys here, can look I'll, that up. Yeah, look I'll it look up. that up real quick. Hey, while you're looking that up, it, seventy cars last year at the National Open didn't the feel last, like that. It didn't. No, not really. What are you kidding me? There were seventy cars. It took over an hour and some odd minutes to qualify. I don't remember. <laughs> well, Derek was probably 25 Miller Lite. <laughs> I was definitely, I was definitely in heavy preparation of the Miller okay. Lights. Well, hey, I've been going to the Grove since I was a kid. Obviously, living here, and that's the first time that I've seen not only that many cars at the Grove, but that many people. People were calling me, asking me where to park because <laughs> I was camped with the Hanover Gang, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm here. My wife is here. My friends are here. You decided to come. I told you to come at this time because it's going to get full. <laughs> there were people parking on the on the highway. Oh, I know. Walking, and eventually, that I think this is hearsay. This is all hearsay. The township told them that they had to get the cars off the road. They had to open the field for overflow parking. Dang. That's how many people were there. And when I was a kid growing up, when I was 10, 12 years old, that was – Excuse me. That was every year at the National Open, full like that. But with COVID and everything going on, there's cars all over the country. That there's some guys that didn't have racing all year. They were driving hours upon hours. Yeah. You know, guys coming. I'll tell you one thing. I met a ton of people from New York last year. Yeah, I remember that group just down the hill from us in the summer. 
the yeah. uh, firefighters. They were from New York, I believe. <laughs> yeah. real, real quick, the All-Stars are racing this weekend, by the way. Friday night in Michigan at I-96 Speedway and Saturday night in Juliet, Illinois at Route 66. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Are the All-Stars, Are they? do they have to – I mean, I guess you can come and go as you please, right? So, is there a possibility we see some All-Stars this weekend, Derek? Well, I know Justin Peck is running, not in the 13. He's in the 20 this weekend. So is he and, not running with the All Stars? Oh, I guess not. I mean, he was oh. he was the points leader, but now yeah, he's ten points back of the points leader. Yeah, right now. of Ian Madsen. Madsen. Yeah, it so. hit him, Ian Madsen, and Tyler Courtney. I said I, I thought he was running for points this year on Outlaws or the uh, excuse me All Star side, but who knows? Huh. Well, yeah, well, he he the street car world said, is like anarchy right now. It is because he said he was running Bristol too, and he pulled out of Bristol like the day before the race. Yeah, but that, I, that was yeah, I would say that was kind of like the story of that weekend. Hell, even yeah. Jacob Allen pulled out of, out of Bristol, which technically doesn't make him eligible for the points championship. Did, uh, did Jacob Allen really pull out of Bristol? Yeah, he didn't run. I, I didn't. I didn't even catch that. Damn. And yeah, then they they kind of yeah. lied to us and said that he was feeling quote unquote Sick. under the weather. Weather. So you think yeah. he just didn't want to race there? It's one hundred percent what it was. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Okay. You gotta. There were uh, the rumor that I heard there through our camp and through other areas was that it was you're going what 142 miles an hour. Average. Everything. I mean, average. Yeah. That, that, was, I mean, that's probably like 165 in the corners. Yeah. So, and a lot of the guys from, like I said, it's all hearsay through camp and stuff. I don't know who has what info through, but um. It was just they were saying it was too fast. Guys were just not feeling comfortable. Some were not feeling comfortable, and I'm pretty sure that's why they pulled out. And yeah. I don't blame them. If you're not comfortable in a race car, nah, don't you know, race. You're not don't the- race because you're not only putting yourself at risk, but you're putting everybody else, three other cars or twenty four other cars in jeopardy as well. You know, even if uh, you know, and I think per word of olive rules is for, as long as the car is off the trailer. As long as the car's off the trailer, you are you get last place points. I think so. Well, that's yeah. the car was off the trailer both days, so that makes sense. Yeah, and people were saying you have to qualify. That's not true. I'm pretty sure as long as the car's off the trailer, you're good to go. Yeah, there was a lot of rumors flying around that weekend for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to have your ball screwed on tight to race at that place for sure. Man. Yeah, it was but, wicked. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think this weekend. Uh, around here is definitely going to be good good weather i've been watching the weather it's supposed to be beautiful tomorrow for lincoln and it's definitely going to be beautiful friday and saturday um lincoln i i I don't i don't know what'll happen tomorrow last year when i was there a uh it ended up uh i think uh uh Sheldon Hanshield won the race. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, and that was that wasn't even this time. That was in July, I believe. That was Summer Nationals weekend, um, and that's where I met Derek. Um, yep. So Lincoln can go either way, and I think the news, the new thing out I've been reading on Facebook and Twitter is they're going to qualify four cars at a time. Really? Give me some feedback on that, guys. I mean, I, 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 I they do it at Knoxville. Is that is that just is that is that like all across the board? That's the new norm. I don't think it's across the board. The new norm. Uh, I just think 
they're going to try to keep the show moving. This is at um, Lincoln. Yeah, that's what I heard. What What other – is there any other series there? No. When the Owls come to town to Lincoln, it's only Lincoln. And it's only – and it's the Grove the same way. There's no support series. And uh, to touch base on that real quick, in my opinion, I think when you have a big show like that, you shouldn't need a support series. No, for sure. I, I like no, that. I yeah. like just that. Just the sprint cars. S- Speed Week, uh, in my opinion, Pennsylvania Speed Week, if you guys ever get a chance to do it, do it. It's awesome. It's nine days of racing. I think there's maybe one day they have off. But they have support series. And I hit Lincoln, and I hit the Grove, and I try to hit uh, 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 Port if I can. And they always have a, a, they always have a support series, and it, it's so long. And it's so hot. You can be like the Talladega Short Track and have start the program at 10 p.m. at night and have eight different yeah. series racing. Yeah, and I understand why they have the sports series, but I think if you're going to have a point-sanctioned race in the state that you're going to, say, five or six different tracks, you don't need a sports series. Qualify, run it like an outlaw show, qualify, mm-hmm. and, and, and move on with the night. And you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be cool if you're at the track to see four cars running around there at a time. But, yeah. I mean, I, I'm still – I'm old school. I like single car qualifying. Just go out there and you got your two laps. I I agree. I, I Like I said, when, when I was out at Knoxville four or five years ago, that's how they did it. It's like a warm-up out there. But also, isn't it kind of a, kind of a tricky entrance and exit from the pits there at Lincoln? Yes. So that's probably why they're doing it, to keep the show moving quickly. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They don't have an infield anymore. Right. That's where they, the fans sit. Yeah, that, yeah, they used to come out of the backstretch there. At, well, coming out of going into three, there's that entrance. Mm-hmm. They would push off from there. And then when they were done, they would qualify in the middle. And then they would put, say, 10, 15 cars in. And then they take a quick five minute break, get them cars pushed off, and then the next however many cars. Yep. Now that's gone. So I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is behind this, and it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, it does not slow any cars down from qualifying. One, two. I hope nobody gets wrecked. That's uh. You know, you could have a car come out, coming out of three and four, going into one and two, and lean too hard and bust something. And there might be another car that's a slower car on the speedway, and they they wreck. And I know that's not going to fly with drivers. Oh yeah, drivers are going to not going to like it, and they're going to complain, and it's not going to happen. The entertainment factor would be good, though. Oh yeah, yeah. If I'm a driver and something like that happens, I'm going to be pissed for sure. Oh, I, absolutely. I think the one, the one car, it, it's your, it, you're going to be running a heat race or a, a, a warm up session, basically. Uh-huh. And if you can't get in clean air, that's the whole point of qualifying. Am I not correct? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Travis or Derek. I mean, what's point of qualifying is to see the fastest cars of the night. Okay. So if there's no clean air, how are you going to be able to get around any faster? I think it's going to be slower. Yeah. My, right. my, my opinion, but Hey, I, who knows? It'll be interesting to see. I guess they're just trying to speed the show up, but <clears throat> yeah, I guess I mean, they're I'm... expecting a lot of cars. It sounds like then too. Yeah, I, and who knows? I 
Hopefully we'll find out the car count tomorrow sometime around lunchtime or so because I know a lot of them teams, they're in town. They, yeah. A lot they get their motels and their hotels up on the turnpike. Um <clears throat> excuse me. So them guys are in town. The uh the forty one car, the Jonestown KOA uh team, they're at the campground, uh the J the KOA Jonestown campground working on the car. Wes Irwin. Uh he does the uh Bruce's uh, the the LZ minute or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, the morning minute. Morning minute. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he uh, he reported them that they were there today. Um, the Shark Boys, they're at their home shop. Um, uh, so yeah. And by the way, I'll throw this out there tomorrow. You Shark Racing fans that are coming to the grow or to Lincoln tomorrow, they're doing a uh, a meet and greet. Both uh, both drivers and. Uh, Scruffy will be there signing autographs at 4.30, I believe. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, hopefully, the Outlaws I, – I, you know me, Derek, and, and Travis, you're getting, I'm sure you can already know who I'm going to pick. I'd like to see the Outlaws uh, packing. Oh, I'd yeah. I'd like to see the money <laughs> – I'll tell you what, let me put it this way. If Danny Dietrich would beat the Outlaws on Friday or Saturday to send them home, I'd be happy. <laughs> as much as I'm not a fan, but I'll tell you what, anybody but the Outlaws, anybody but Shots, anybody but Sweet, anybody but Gravel, I'm, and anybody but Larson. Yeah. I, I, like the, I like the kid. He can drive. I'll give you that. I just don't want to see him. I really, really, really like to see the 69K get the 100. They, they deserve it. And I think you did tell me earlier, Donnie's going for 300 against the Outlaws? Yep. Okay. That's actually, you know what, for being a big fan, I didn't even know it was that high. Yeah, I mean, he's been chasing that ever since uh, his Natty Open win last fall. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, wow, yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's even more uh, to celebrate if they do it. Yeah, but um, and you'll definitely see me in victory lane if that car's down there. So don't be afraid to take a couple pictures, here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's definitely he's gonna have his hands full. Lance will definitely have his hands full tomorrow, or uh, well, he'll be racing tomorrow too at Lincoln. Um, if it, uh, but when he goes to the Grove, he's gonna have his hands full. He's got a lot of pressure. Yeah, the competition uh, will be stiff. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, Davy Brown can get her dialed in and, uh, make the car fast and, uh, get her up front. It's going to be tough when you got gravel, Larson, you know, sweet that that's a, that's tough at the groove. Oh yeah. All those guys are really tough. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully tomorrow it's beautiful out, which I know it will be. I'm going to go. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to definitely take in the scenes and uh, hopefully we, I can report back on what we can next week on this. Yeah. You want to make some picks? Yeah. So we can get into picks. Uh... <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to do that for tomorrow and then we can touch base. Oh well, yeah. We'll do all weekend. We'll just go kind of yeah. in a, in a circle. We'll let you start putty and then oh. Travis and then me. And then we'll go, we'll pick, you can pick Wednesday night then let everybody else pick. And then we'll do Friday. Everybody's pick and Saturday. Man, you guys are killing me here. At the first of all, going first, I appreciate that. But it, you guys know I'm going to pick Lance. He's my driver. Uh, Lance to sweep the weekend. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if that's the case, uh, there's going to be a lot of PBR laying around that campsite Sunday morning. 
yeah, I mean, uh, we, so I, I obviously, yes, I'd like to see Lance win this weekend, but uh, I'm going to be an optimistic guy here. I'm going to put myself in reality. Uh, Brent Marks is probably my guy to watch right now. Uh, I, I, I don't know about how he's run at Lincoln. Um, I've never taken notice of him running there a whole lot, or and if he does, I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I definitely like to see him win. I think he's the hot shoe right now in Pennsylvania, especially coming out of a win out of Eldora. That's huge for them. Yeah. So um, at the Grove, it, again, I'd love to see Lance get that 100. Uh, I, I definitely would like to uh, see that. That's I think any PA Posse fan is going to want to see. Uh, uh, Lance hit a hundred against the Outlaws. That would be huge, for sure. Uh, so, but again, Marks is going to be on my eye to watch. Um, it's it's tough to put a pick in, you know, because I I hate picking against my driver. But I think I'm just going to stick with that and kind of stay neutral for right now. Okay. You, you know, I like again. I He's said, calling you know, the race, folks. He can't have a dog <laughs> in the fight. Yeah, I just it's like Kirk Herb Street. That's what I exactly. Game, exactly. <laughs> he's nice. giving you he's giving you the keys to the game, folks. Yeah, I just I, I, I personally just think that I Marks is hot right now. He's going to be the hot the hot shoe coming in racing off of them that win at Eldora. What he's got three wins and a second place under his belt, and he's only been back in the car what two weeks. Mm-hmm. So right there, just I if. If you're going to the races this weekend, keep the keep your eye on the 19 car, uh, the the Babs Paint M&M car. It's a red car, black 19. You know, obviously keep your eye on that 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 beautiful baby blue and orange 69K car, and uh, don't forget about the Larson Knights. Them guys, <laughs> them guys will be cheering like hell on on Friday and Saturday for them guys. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but Lance and uh, uh, Larson, they're buddies. They play golf together. Oh, really? Yeah, they're golfing buddies. I tweeted that off the Rose 1 through 10 account last time they were battling for the win. I said the golfing buddies. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Hell. Like, when, when Kyle was racing here last year in Pennsylvania, him and Lance would golf uh, regularly from my source. Maybe not every day or every week, but they when, when Kyle had time and Lance had time, they went and played golf. Lance is a big golfer. That's He's, cool. Yeah, if you look at his helmet uh, – I don't know if it's on there this year. His helmet this year is really cool. If you guys are into looking at helmets. Oh, I love them. Oh, dude, check out Lance's. It's really – it's like a metallic. Okay. And it changes blue and orange when he tilts his head certain ways. It's it's a badass helmet. Oh, um, yeah. But last year he had a golf ball with its tongue hanging out of the side of its head <laughs> uh, and then had the baby blue and orange colors. So, yeah, definitely check it out if you see it. This If you get down in the pits or – you get down there at some point, just kind of peek around, see if you can see it. It's a neat helmet, but that's what those are my picks, fellas. I or I wouldn't say picks, just more of a keys to the game. Keep your eye on the 19 car and the 69 car. Watch for Larson. You got Sweet coming. You know the guys that we touched on before. That's just me. So what do you think, guys? What do you think, Travis? Who you got tomorrow night? Tomorrow yeah, night, um, I will say I'm gonna say Sheldon Hoddenshield defends his win at Lincoln. Okay, the victory lane. Good call. Back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back in the Outlaws and at Lincoln. Um, yeah. Tomorrow night, I'm going to pick Carson Macedo for the dub. Car- Why Carson Macedo? Can I ask that? Uh, I think he runs good on 
the kind of smaller to medium sized tracks, okay. like Lincoln. Um, yeah. Whereas versus like the bigger tracks, I don't think they they run as well. What kind of motors he run? Is he running a Ford or a Chevy? I don't know. I know. I remember him used to run a Chevy. Yeah, well, Chevy. I know he was sponsored by I believe Chevy. Um, when he, accessories when he with, with Kyle Larson racing. Larson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Which was last year. So. Hey, we're both Chevy guys. We got to root for the Chevys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's funny. I used to be a Ford guy, but. <laughs> what about Friday night, Travis? Who are you taking there? Friday night, I'll go with. I'm going to go with a hometown boy to get his first outlaw win of the year. I'm going to go with Brock Zierfoss. Oh, I was thinking about. Nice. I was thinking about picking him for tomorrow night. Um. But I like that pick. That's a good pick. He's been running really well. He's had a lot of speed, and he had that one race at I-70 where he had that win. Uh, him and Gravel were battling, and he very well could have won that race and had some things not go his way late. But I'm going to say he gets one back and gets a big hometown win. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to um, – Friday night, I'm going to go with uh, Logan Shuhart. Um, nice. It's a guy that, that needs some luck turnaround, and I feel like a lot of – a lot of luck is going to go into this weekend. Um, at least, like where you, where you draw, how you, really how you qualify is where it starts. You know, you got to qualify up front so you can get in that draw spot, um, yeah. and then get a good draw because we know Williams Grove is just train racing. So, got to get a good starting spot, stay out front. Um, and hopefully, it's not that way this weekend. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, them yeah. not racing on it for a month maybe will will help the racing and change the racing. I know Lincoln; they've been having great shows ever since first couple weekends they had last weekend was not so great racing i don't know if you guys watched it last weekend but i think it was tj stutz i gotta check my notes here real quick he got he got his first one of the year at lincoln saturday night and i quote i i watched it on flow uh and he quoted that he wanted to put someone else in the car and they, they, he's glad that they decided not to and continue with him. So um, it sounded like TJ Schutz was ready to get in the pull the plug and put another driver in the car. And that victory put him kind of back up on the seat. Is he going to be running this weekend? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Because I know he's to, kind of a traveler as well. Yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to look into that and I'll, I'll let you know what I find out. But uh, all right, what about Saturday, Travis? Saturday, I'm gonna go with much to much to the chagrin of our guests. Probably, I'm gonna go with David Gravel to get a win Saturday night. Okay, it's a good pick. Uh I'm gonna I'm going to appease our our buddy here, <laughs> and, and I really hope I'm there for for Lance's number number 100. That would be really cool. But why are you? Let me ask you this, and I, I just want to play devil's advocate. Why Lance? Why are you picking Lance? Just the fact that I want to be there for number 100. Oh, okay. That's cool. You know, if I was going to be there Friday, I'd be like, all right, I'm picking Lance for Friday, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's good there. He can't, you know, he knows his way around the racetrack. Um, you can't count him out. No, you can't count him out. And I think it's just, like I said, it's going to come down to good draws. You get a good draw, get a good started spot in the dash, stay up front in the dash, and then do the same thing in the feature. Stay up front in the feature. You think I'm- Lady Lady Luck will be with Shuhart and Lance at the same time? Or- I think it could be. Okay. I think I think I think, it, I think it appeases everybody. I think the all the locals are happy with Shuhart winning, and then everybody, all the posse fans, are happy when Lance Lance wins. Yeah, 
I just think uh, with what we've seen so far this year in the Outlaws that, you know, when we're going to a, a track like Williams Grove where we can see some train racing and we know guys really had to uh, get up on the wheel and, you know, it kind of turns into a, a speed show almost for, for – well, I can't really think of a better term, but I think on these kinds of tracks, David Gravel has to be a favorite, you know, based off what we saw at Bristol and what we've seen so far this year. Yeah. I just think these big, fast tracks uh, – really favor David Gravel and what we've seen in that team this year. So, I mean, I think David Gravel is going to have a lot of speed this weekend and be tough to beat. Uh, I can't disagree with that. Like we said pretty much the whole show, that it's wide open for this weekend. There's, I feel like, so many big names. that I feel like this. it's every week when we pick outlaws. It's like just draw a name out of a hat because it could be anybody. And what's pretty crazy is Brad Sweet has never won at this track. I feel like people don't – that. He's raced here a lot of times. I don't know what the exact number is, but Brad Sweet's never won here. He struggles at the Grove. He's He struggles there. But, I, you know, he's been fast this season, so maybe this will be the weekend he turns the tide at the Grove and, and gets it done. He's, yeah, he talked about that golden so horseshoe. Much speed this, yeah, I, I said a few weeks ago, like when Kevin Harvick said Jimmy Johnson had the golden horseshoe in, in 2010, like Brad Sweet has had some races fall right into his lap this year, and wherever Luck's, luck has been on his side a lot. Not that he that team hasn't had a ton of speed and they put themselves in positions, but they get a lot of breaks falling their way. So maybe we'll see that continue at a track he's never won and he needs a little bit of luck at. Well, and the other thing with David Gravel is he can kind of touch base what you're saying. He, them tracks, them long straightaways, them tight corners, them big speed tracks. He moves around a lot. He will put the car where it wants to go. It don't matter if it's on the guardrail or down at the bottom feeders. We're in the middle. I mean, he'll put it where he's going to go forward. That's the same reason I picked David Gravel to win at Bristol when you guys were there, and I picked him for that exact reason, that that, that those are just the tracks that fall right into his hand. And yeah, I didn't pick him to sweep the weekend, and I really had it on the tip of my tongue, and I didn't have the kahunas to, to pull that one out, and I wish I did. But. Nobody saw that coming on Saturday. In my opinion, I watched – I mean, I was there obviously on Sunday, or was it Sunday when they raced? And when Logan took off, that car was just phenomenal. It was that, that yellow. I was like, okay, that can't be good. A yellow is going to slow him with gravel coming. And Logan took off. And it was like, all right, well, maybe this isn't, maybe this is over. Maybe this is Logan. And from what I got out of my sources and stuff, that it was, they were low on fuel. Or a motor, I, I can't really remember what exactly happened. Well, I think gravel had passed him straight up first, and then, then but yeah, they had the car. Yeah, then the I, issue happened. So I think the issue was already happening. It just that, that's true. It probably was. Yes, yeah, but. I think when he can't, when gravel did pass him, I think the issue was starting, and then it just finally went bang, and it, it just happened. Yep. So I mean, because the car went from a hero to, and I hate to say this, a zero within a couple hundred yards two turns yeah yeah so whatever happened you know um it sucks because i was at that place that would have been awesome for him to win but hey he the the david gravel he's he he etched his name in the history books and so did sam hayford jr i mean where did he come from yeah no wow. Well, that, that yeah. team has been fast all year. They've shown speed, just not they can't put the put a race together. Yeah, it takes time. The sprint car racing, it's just like NASCAR. It's seat time. 
it mm-hmm. takes it takes seat time. It could be one race and you feel comfortable and then you get comfortable and you know what to set the car up and it can take your entire career to get comfortable. It's all seat time on setups and 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 and, and strategies. You know, it's a guess that's why sprint car racing is awesome. It's a giant guessing game. Yeah, every it's, night. Well, yeah. Do y'all want to touch on uh uh Darlington real quick and then make or not real well, we can get into the like me and Derek already talked a lot about Yeah, we, we quickly yeah. kind of recap it. But but we can yeah, we can talk and I know you said you want to talk about some of the throwbacks and then we can make some predictions for Dover this upcoming weekend if y'all want to. Yeah. Um yeah. But, I don't know. I don't really have any, any any last thoughts before we move on that you wanted to give for the upcoming weekend on the dirt. Um, I'm excited for Justin Peck in the 20 car. Um, running with Outlaws, kind of excited to see what he can do in that thing. Um, other than that, no, I'm excited. Excited to go to a race again this weekend. Hell yeah! I'll be at, I'll be at my local dirt track this weekend too, Cocker Motor Speedway for some. Uh, for some Saturday night racing. So where are you at, Travis? If you don't mind me cutting in on uh, you. Uh, I'm in Georgia. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, we nice. actually so our local dirt track. Brad Kislowski came down here a couple months ago and raced the dirt late model here nice. to get ready for Bristol. It's pretty freaking sweet. Nice. But it's a cool track. They let you bring your coolers in and bring whatever you want in. It's a it's a pretty nice place to see a race. So I, yeah. I the shows go late. Like very late, but yeah. it's it's a pretty cool track, and we'll be going again Saturday night. There you go, man. Cool. Uh, for the weekend, I think I'm just looking forward to being out in the beautiful outside. Uh, my dad and I we rented a camper for the weekend. Uh, my brother's coming up. He uh, I don't get to see him very often, nor my dad. So uh, and my uncle, and uh, I think my cousin's coming as well. And my other uncle. So, little family weekend at the races. Um, something we all love to do, obviously. Uh, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to just kind of hanging out. Um, I see, I'll, I'll see you, Derek, at some point. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll definitely meet up. Yeah. Are you camping? Uh, I'll probably just sleep in my truck or something Saturday night. Okay. I'm not going to set up a tent for one night. Yeah. Um. When, well, yeah. And when you get down there, you know, let me know. We'll yeah, I'll hit there. you up. Yeah. Um. See if we can get you some space down where I'm at. But anyway, yeah, I, I that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, and I, I'll say it again, probably the hundredth time, and you're probably sick of me saying it, but you know, seeing the baby blue and orange in victory lane, that would just be uh, icing on the cake on a family weekend at the races. You know, um, hell yeah, and just seeing race. At, yeah, I get to go tomorrow. It's gonna be nice. Just kind of relax at Lincoln, um, and and it's kind of like the pregame. I like to think Lincoln's like a pregame. Right. Yeah. And then like the, the heavyweights come out Friday and Saturday and they really let drop the hammer. Hell yeah. At, at the Grove. So I, I, you know, like I said, I th- I'm, I'm looking forward to a great weekend with family and just hanging out, drinking some beer, you know, and laughing by fire and just having a good time. All the good things. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, so well, there's, a, there's a little bit of controversy first I want to bring up in the NASCAR world if y'all want to touch on this subject real quick and the whole Marcus Lemonis versus Sheldon Creed uh, Twitter war and uh, we've seen with the truck series and I was just curious if you guys had any thoughts on that that whole situation because that's kind of been the 
the big talk on Sirius this week. It was like one of Dave Moody's like leadoff points when I was listening to his show earlier. Yeah, this to week all of a day Brett and a Griffin half. ranted about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm kind of with Brett, Brett Griffin's point. Um, the the numbers probably shouldn't have been publicized, um, and and it's a better deal for everybody if that doesn't happen. Um, I just think it, the whole thing at Vegas came together so last second. And that's why it was it was publicized because they didn't have time to you know get behind desks and hash out all these papers and get right. It was it literally out. happened over social media. So and that's the thing, like, and I just I don't understand this. Where if you don't want the offer, don't take the offer. But for these smaller truck series teams that really can use that sponsorship, that's great. GMS Racing. Probably doesn't need a fifteen dollars sponsorship or fifteen fifty. Yeah, they definitely don't need a fifteen dollars sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, fifteen thousand dollars. GMS Racing doesn't need that. But do you yeah. know what that pay that that money? Not to cut you off, but you know what fifteen thousand dollars pays for? That's tough. What, like, what if? Okay, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, it is it was more more. Uh, you know, what if it's a sprint car, a NASCAR team? a truck team, a late model, a kid racing a go-kart. $15,000 in the racing world goes a long way. No, no. You don't think so? No, not in NASCAR. I think it, I mean, that'll pay a tire bill for a smaller team. For yeah, sure. I mean, well, that's what I'm taught. That's like, what I'm touching base on a small a, a team that's a shoestring traveler that like, that like Jordan Anderson's team and Norm Benning's team and teams like that. Like, yes. yeah, $15,000 is huge for teams like that. Hey, Donnie but it doesn't Kreitz go far. Ran, it helps out, but it doesn't go far. Hey, Donnie Kreitz ran uh, the Bush Grand National Series in the 80s with limited tire funds. I can only imagine, you know, he didn't last very long. You know, money, money is, in my opinion, if you're a small dollar team, any money that is handed to the team is uh, a huge, you know, huge for underdogs, for guys that work 40 50 hours a week and then they they support their racing habits on the weekend what if it's a really small dollar team trying to make it to a cup race or if it's a local driver just racing every saturday night at their local dirt tracks fifteen thousand dollars in my opinion is a lot of money what if it be tires fuel or parts yeah see the thing is it's like travis said the gms fifteen thousand dollars is uh a drop in a bucket because yeah. to to run that organization, it's a hundred thousand dollars every race weekend to to put it on a competitive truck for them. And Brett so, Griffin gave the breakdown that then what does the hundred thousand dollars sponsor say when they see a fifteen thousand dollars sponsor? But where I disagree with what Brett was saying is, well, Jordan Anderson, Norm Benning, and teams like that, they don't have hundred thousand dollars sponsors. Well, so. that's what he was saying. Is that I don't know why Marcus Limonis was tr- kind of going after Sheldon Creed. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, and that's where I don't agree with Marcus. Is why is Marcus even replying to like random people on Twitter? Exactly, it was like in the like, comments. It was like, well, this is why. And then it was like, well, okay, if you're gonna call me out, I'm gonna call you guys out for. I just and and, and what what sucks is that this was a very positive story that seems like it's suddenly turned sour. Yeah, and, and that's the disappointing part of this is everybody was so excited about this and now. The redneck Oprah story is slowly starting to uh, slowly start. Like, you know, the, we can't have anything nice. And it always seems that way that something always has to go south and kind of mess things like this up. Yeah. But why think- hate? Well, but why hate? Not to cut you off, but why hate on a guy that's trying to make 
a living. Who cares? He, they, 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 the sponsorship, sponsorship. It doesn't matter who. If it's a small team and they need it, then let them have it. Yeah. I, I agree prove, with that. Like, prove, prove, prove that you deserve a better sponsorship then, you know, you know, or, 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 you know, or just say, hey, thanks for the offer, but I think a, sm- a small travel or t- a smaller team could use it. I don't need it. I, I appreciate the offer, but hey, here's a buddy of mine that could use $15,000 for tires for the next two races or however many. I, I don't know exactly what tires cost in the NASCAR world, but I, I just think. I don't know. It's it's stupid that you have to go on Twitter and and go back and forth with fans and all that stuff. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, they do it around here in PA with the sprint car scene, but it's a little different. You know, um, you don't. I mean, I, I could comment on Brad Sweet on Twitter. He ain't gonna answer me. You know, or right. Kyle Larson. He ain't gonna answer me. But if I say something to D- Danny Dietrich or he might respond Lance back. Dewey, yeah, or Lance Deweese. Oh, Danny responds most of the time back to me. And I take shots at him. I'm not going to lie, but I just think, I, I, like, like, like Travis said, it, we can't have nothing nice. There's a team out there that's hurting for money, and they're getting ready to pull the plug next week if they don't finish, say, in the top twenty. You know, and then what do they do? They go back to their jobs at the mills and all that stuff, and and there's a team that you never heard of, right? And that sucks, in my opinion. There's there's teams out there. I'm sure in from cup all the way down to trucks that there's a team somewhere that could use $15,000 easily. Oh yeah. That's why I said. It's kind of silly. Marcus Milonis was like, just brought it up. It's like, okay, if you guys talked about it, then just it's done, you know? Yeah. And I was also surprised Travis that the past couple of days that the reaction of the race was overwhelmingly pretty good. I was yeah, surprised. It, I- it seemed like throughout the day, Sunday uh, that people were going to be bitching about it, but from what I've why? seen, it, what do you bitch? Why would they bitch? Because there was only nine cars on the lead lap, and I mean uh, it was it, it was an old school. It, yeah, it was, just, it, was just, <laughs> it was an old school ass whipping. I mean, what's wrong with that? That's what, I, in my opinion, sometimes that's what it is. You know, those guys just went out and they did the job the best. So that's, so that's I, I was cool with it. That's you. That's Obviously, NASCAR's you're fault. you're not you're not bastardized into the the NASCAR fan base like we are because the nascar yep. fan base is a very whiny bunch of people that likes to just find things, things to complain bitch about. about we'll bitch about yeah. everything yeah hey we have those guys up here in pennsylvania and, and across the country for sprint car racing there's always a fan out there especially around here it's like one week williams groves racing and somebody's gonna complain that the track was trash and then next week that same person is gonna complain that they canceled because it's raining, and it's like you, you can't have it both ways here. You, you, be happy that places like Williams Grove, Lincoln, Port Royal, and BAPS, and 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 the other speedways around here in the state of Pennsylvania are still open because I belong to Facebook pages where it, it's Lost Speedways, which is a great show on Peacock if you guys haven't seen it. I actually oh, yeah. lived 10 minutes from one of the tracks that was on there and went okay. and saw it. Middle Georgia Raceways. Middle Georgia, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that episode. Okay. So you're right around the Warner Robins area then? I live in Warner Robins, yep. Okay, okay, nice. Isn't that quarterback uh, Jake Fromm from that area? Yep, yep. Okay, nice, yeah. I Damn, he, he knows more about the place than I do. 
<laughs> the only reason I know is because I followed him. Uh, he was on a Netflix show, QB1. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good show. Um, and uh, I just followed him into it when he was in high school, into his career at Georgia, and now into the NFL. I believe he is with the Bills. But anyway, back on the topic, it just you're going to have fans no matter where you go. What if it's cup, sprint car? go-karts i've seen parents complain at a go-kart race <laughs> yeah i mean come on you're complaining at a 12 year old or, or you're complaining that your kid you know and i get it it happens in all sports but don't don't complain be happy that these places because them that, that place the lost speedways uh, uh facebook page belong to there's tracks almost every week that are all but closed or are closed and myrtle beach yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the speedways around here that are closed that I went to, uh, Penn National. Hell, Fl- guys, Florence could be on that list tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Uh, you know, Penn National was a big race course uh, uh, up by the casino on 81. Um, it was mostly modified there. Um, they held sprint cars once in a while. But it just it closed down to due to the horse racing, and they wanted, they, they obviously have the casino there now. But, um, I mean, we just mentioned Route 66 and Joliet earlier, and we know the NASCAR track uh, in Joliet is going by the wayside, and Route 66 could not, might not be far off from that, the way the development well, yeah, that's, is. Yeah, that's there. right on the property, just like the uh, dirt track is at Charlotte. Yeah, so, I mean, this might be the last race we have at Route 66 this weekend, and one of the big series, at least. Yeah, yeah it's... It's a shame, but I'm only, and that's why I made a vow to myself. Like I said earlier, that I try to meet one person a year, new person, and if I don't, I try to bring one new person to the races every year. Um, and the last few years, I've succeeded at that. And um, I'm not an advocate for the tracks around here at all, but I'm an advocate for the sport, and I don't want to see it just get torn down and houses built on it or something like that. You know, I, I love my sport. I love this sport. Um, it, it, I don't know. I just don't, <laughs> no, yeah. I just don't want to, yeah, you we just won't race. Him, we won't race him to be around for a long time. So oh, instead yeah. of knocking everything, just try to enjoy yeah, it. Enjoy what it. we got. Yeah. Support it. I mean, go to the race, you know, yeah, the races might be crappy, but I mean, so spend the night, and and just have fun and you paid 30 bucks an outlaw show or if it's 60 bucks for a nascar race don't let these tracks get closed you know yeah yeah i mean and if if you spend money and go to a race and you don't and then i feel like if, if you never even put the time and effort to go to a race and then bitch about everything then like who are you you're not even you're you're not even putting your effort into supporting this sport and then you like you think your opinion matters like yeah and that's where, like, me and Derek, like, we spend a lot of money and time and traveling and going to races. So, you know, if people are justified to give their opinions on the sports, not to sound, like, arrogant about it, but I feel like we've earned the right to, you know, say, say how we feel on the sport. And we give a lot of money and put a lot of oh, effort into the sport. I agree. Sure. I agree. You take your hard-earned money that you work for, say, for a month or two months, and you stash maybe 20 bucks away each week to have – you know, a couple hundred dollars to, so you don't have to worry about money. And 
what if it's buying that slice of pizza or that burger or that fries or um spend a hundred fifty dollars on t-shirts every race yeah exactly i mean that's why i try to buy lance Dewey shirt every year a for my collection but b also i support the team you know and i try to buy merchandise at raceways that i've not been to one thing which i was mad about i didn't get to do at bristol but i didn't really like the shirts there but um just uh the, the the that 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 extra dollar that you buy the t-shirt or the sticker or whatever it is it goes towards that sport and we need to keep doing that and Definitely. guys like guys like us aren't going to just let it roll out you know no we're the la- we're dying breed but we're going to keep it alive <laughs> hey i'm only 31 so i got 30 more years to do this and well, that's the thing we gotta we gotta get this younger generation into it you know keep them yeah. keep them yeah I, i'm 20 i'm 21 myself so okay like hey i took the neighbor kid last year he's only five and he loved it oh so that's what you gotta do you gotta get the kids into it man yeah, i can't wait to get it. my niece to a race he loves it i'll tell you what he um and my my brother and my sister-in-law they're having a boy here in a couple months and i i i, I just sometimes i sit at the races and I think I can't wait until my nephew is sitting here with me. Yep. I, my We took my sister-in-law to the all-star race actually. And my nephew, obviously he was quote unquote there in her belly, but I was just like, this is awesome. I'm sitting next to her. My nephew's right here. Like I can't wait till he's born. And I can tell him, dude, you and I were at the all-star race and we saw <laughs> Kyle Larson win that race against Lance DeWeese. And I can't wait to get him in a Sheldon Han shield t-shirt. Cause my brother loves Sheldon or a Lance DeWeese t-shirt and get him some cars and he can play in the dirt. And my brother and I are there doing that. And hopefully he just picks up on it and rolls with it. And it becomes something like what I'm doing with my uncles this weekend that in say 20, 25 years, he's coming along with his buddies, you know, and we're renting a camper with my nephew and his buddies and going to the races. So the younger generation is definitely, uh, definitely key getting to the races, and I do see a lot of uh, younger generations. Yeah, I see a lot races. of kids going to races, so it's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, all right, let's wrap this thing up. I like where yeah. where your head was at earlier on, Putty. Um, let's Thanks, let's do the best throwback for the weekend. Ooh. Each year, pick your favorite in each series. We'll say that each series. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Man, this is tough. I'm gonna the Alan Cool Wiki cars were were awesome. Which ones though? Which one yeah, was the best? That's that's the tough part because I I love the Hooters car. Uh, I like the Hooters car. I think I'm gonna go with that one. <coughs> All right. Uh, yeah. For the Cup Series, I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick's. Um, it was technically a Marty Robbins throwback, but when I saw it, I thought of the Country Time Lemonade. Yep. Um, so. I thought I hadn't hadn't even seen that one until like Saturday morning. I was laying in my tent, scrolling through social media, and saw that. I was like, "Damn, that's a good looking race car." And then to see it on the track was actually really cool. What do you got, Travis? So there's a there's a few, but I honestly think my favorite is, which is a late entry, is the uh, Kevin Harvick uh, throwback to his um, his first career Cup race. The Dale Earnhardt tribute from that yeah. he ran at Rockingham. The 2001 Rockingham race. Yeah, that was really cool. I bought. The, I actually bought the T-shirt with that car on it, and it was crazy because I bought 
that that exact die cast earlier in the day before they even released the car and then a few hours later they released the car and i had just bought that die cast yeah it was really cool um, so that, that's got to be that's got to be my pick for my favorite cup one but the eric almarola one which oh uh, yeah run six laps was, a was that it second. i knew it wasn't long because i don't yeah, even think six I, laps i don't even think i saw it during like parade I didn't or get nothing. A picture of it, it was yeah, i don't even remember long. seeing it i don't but remember seeing it that Win Dixie Mark Martin car was sweet. Yeah, I, I wish I would have gotten a chance to see it. I, I got I scroll through. I think what I did was had my phone up and just like held the like f- picture thing. So like it took a bunch when during the parade lap. So I gotta go back and see if I caught that one. Yeah, if you did, send some my way. Yeah, um, Putty, were you able to see any of the uh, the Xfinity Series throwbacks? I can't. I, I caught a little bit of it. Um. Not not a whole lot of it, but I, I did catch some of it. Um, I'm scrolling through here. I hate to do this. I'm scrolling through NASCAR.com to see some of the Xfinity cars that were running here. Because I don't really watch Xfinity. No, I got you. Um, yeah. Well, me and Travis um, will go ahead and yeah, go ahead. give ours while you while you scroll through there. Um, yeah, what what do you think, Travis? Real, I'll just add to you real quick. If you don't watch Xfinity, I would. I think the Xfinity racing is the best racing in NASCAR right now. Yeah, and you talked about if you don't think you could stay awake for like four hours, the Xfinity race <laughs> is like like two hours. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, Michael Annette. Oh, the Gatorade. The that Gatorade was, car. I'm was, looking at that yeah. right now. That that's pretty cool. I, I remember that car. Uh, uh, growing up as a kid. Yeah, it's old Daryl Waltrip car. Yeah, and then how about I'll throw one more in here. Uh, Ryan Vargas, the Valvoline car. The oh, yeah. Mark Martin. Yeah. I uh, actually that... wore that T-shirt uh, Saturday at the race. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. Old Mark Martin T-shirt that had that I, car on it. I, I think it's cool. I don't really – I mean, I did pick the Hooters car, but out of the whole entire lineup here between both series, I just think it's a cool thing in general that they do this. I like throwbacks. I'd like to see more throwbacks. Um, Like I'm looking at one right here. It's Kyle Petty's uh, Hot Wheels car. Yeah, I was like, I was a Kyle Petty fan when I was a kid, and I have that car somewhere. In the right, you can remember seeing that car as a kid. Yeah, and my wife from, just is from like, what I'm understanding, it sounds like some teams are going to throw back, uh, do a throwback weekend in the fall as well, Travis. Oh yeah, I, I know the 21 is. Yeah, that's that's who I was talking about. At least I know they're doing a throwback to their 01 scheme. It looks like. And is that at Darlington? Yes. Okay. And we will be there. It's Labor Day weekend. Which I think is like right around Tusky fifty, so oh, I'll be at the fifty. Well, I think the fifty is like the weekend after. Okay. I think we'll have to look at that, but yeah, I want to go to the fifty sometime. The fifty, I'll tell you what. I know we're off. I know we're short on time here. The fifty is definitely um, uh, 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 the race to see. Now I see another car here, the Leuna uh, Tyler Arkham. He has the throwback to Talladega Nights. How can you not? Oh like yeah, that Tyler Ankrum. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the truck. <laughs> not like that that's awesome that was gonna be my truck series pick okay sorry but no 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 that's we'll completely just go fine. ahead and talk about it now if you want um well i was gonna give my xfinity pick yeah too, go for it oh, okay. uh, my, my favorite xfinity one was uh josh williams he did a throwback to rusty cruz who was a team member for them and a guy who worked at uh new smyrna who unfortunately passed away trying to break up that fight and had a medical episode and he used to race himself, and Josh Williams ran like a really cool throwback to his little, his car he used to race, and it's a real like just old school local looking race car, and and they did a really cool throwback, and I thought that was really cool for 
him. I don't feel like that scheme got enough attention in general. So that's the one I'll I'll pick as my favorite. That Josh Williams ninety two. Can you send that to our group to picture that? I will. All right, because I don't even know which car you're talking about. Yeah, I'll I'll drop it real quick if if you want to take a look um, before you make your my favorite. My favorite Xfinity, um, was Justin Allgaier and the two thousand Dale car. Um, they they did a really good job with the the correct font for the good humor. Um, they, they had the the ice cream man on the hood to make it look like the Tasmanian devil. Um, they had the the neon orange numbers and spoiler. I mean, they did it right. Um, even all the way down to the pit sign on the for the pit box. Um, it it all looked just like like it would have for Dale, and if it was Goodrich. So I thought that was really cool, and to see him win. Um. And obviously, that's what I picked last week, so kind of cool all around. And I sent you guys a picture of that Josh Williams car. Yeah, that's okay, cool. so I I, I I just thought it was supposed to look like a rat rod. I didn't realize it was supposed to be uh, actually somebody's car. Yep, yeah. It was Which, cool. I mean, it is technically a rat rod. It's just like that door is, like, welded on. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's I thought that looked really cool, and that's just a really good tribute that they did to that guy that lost his life. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that is pretty cool. I am looking at it. How about Kyle Larson's throwback, real quick? Yeah, that was throwback to his first Sprint car, car or his, his go kart or whatever. Yeah, yeah, one of his. I thought it, it looked a lot better in person than the videos did justice. I will say that. Um, did you guys get to walk around at the pits at all or any of that? No, no. no the, okay. All the uh, all the garages and stuff is kind of closed off in NASCAR right now. I know okay. this this past weekend was the first weekend that some of the media members were there, and uh, you had to have a vaccine to go inside the garage. Yeah, I but the, the word on the street open. The word on the street said they're supposed to be opening back up by the yep. summer, but like they say, you, you the the words that you're going to need your vaccine. So I'm actually getting mine on Saturday <clears throat> just to be prepared Pocono. for that, just in case. I read Pocono is doing it, and I think whatever's before Pocono is definitely going to be doing it. That's why I just want to get the, I just want to get that vaccine just in case they do it for like vaccines only or something stupid like that. Uh, real real quick. Make sure I have real quick. It. The pits are the pits the same. Derek, you'll probably be able to answer this better. And Travis, you might be able to too. Going into the Grove or at Lincoln, you get to be up close and personal with the pits or with the drivers in the pits at the Grove and Lincoln and, is it like that at NASCAR, or is it more rock star lifestyle? If you the, have a hot pass, it's like that, I'd say. To a degree. I mean. I can walk up to, say, Kyle Larson at Williams Grove. Hey, man, how you doing? Get an autograph. Get a picture. I'm out. When I'm at, say, Dover, and it, do I have access to Kyle like that, where I can just walk up and say, hey, Kyle? Yeah, yeah I mean, if you have a hot okay. pass. It's, okay. It, it's, now, the difference is you can't buy a hot pass. You have to like get them from a team like i won hot passes to richmond from chase briscoe on reddit a couple years ago so i i had them all weekend there at richmond and like i mean it was like the middle of the like the national anthem came on during the xfinity race and like i probably wasn't supposed to be on pit road at that point because like you can go back and watch the national anthem in that race and there's some random dude in an m&m's kyle bush jacket in the middle of pit road like where all the teams are lined up like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you go back and find the 
video the national anthem for that race. But it's, it, I ended up finding myself in it. I thought that was pretty fun. That's awesome. I mean, I it definitely if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna go to a NASCAR race, I definitely want the first class. I mean, obviously what I can afford, but I, I want to be able to have that experience where I'm down in the pits. I want to see that. Pocono yeah. has the 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 paddock and like the pit paddock pass you can buy, which is like fifty bucks. And for me, that's one of the coolest value experiences you can buy in NASCAR as far as like pit road stuff is the pit paddock pass at Pocono. That's one of the things I love about Pocono. Can you be, I mean, can I stand there the whole time the race is going on? Yes. So like there's like stuff in the infield in there. And then usually I'd like, but the problem is you need to buy a grandstand seat to buy that. Okay. So I usually just like go up to my grandstand seat during the race and then go back down after the race. Cause yeah. like I went to one a couple years ago, got a bunch of autographs before the race. And then I got Kyle's autograph after he won the race, he was walking to the media center and I got him to sign one of my die casts. Nice. Nice. Yeah. If I definitely do get to a NASCAR race, I definitely want to get, uh, I, you know, I'll wait. I mean, I'm, I'm getting vaccinated obviously for all the reasons of being healthy and, keeping my wife and I safe and my nephew being born and all that. I, and, and the elderly that I hang around uh, at the races and in my family. But um, I definitely want to experience, you know, it, I, I pretty much I'm asking is if I take you to Williams Grove, I'm going to give you my tour of Williams Grove and I'm going to take you everywhere that I'm allowed to go and show you and get you as close as I can. I'll get you in the pits. We'll walk right up to the cars. I pretty much would, be putting my faith in you to take me to a NASCAR race, both you and Derek and saying, Hey, just follow us. This is what we do. And this is our thing. And show me as close as you can get me. Oh yeah. 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 Like I said the hot pass is like a different, different side of things, but we'd still like when we, uh, and Richmond has that garage, like their new garage experience now, which is pretty cool and pretty inclusive. Yeah. That's right there in the infield. Nice. So it's kind of, there's a different, different experiences you can get. Um, different tracks, so something you could look into. But favorite truck throwbacks, and yeah, we'll definitely take you up on that. Like whenever you can, and whenever we can all get together, that would be awesome. Yeah. But truck series throwbacks, I think my favorite was the one that won the race, that Jason Leffler Sheldon Creed Creed throwback. Same oh yeah, number, everything. I mean, I to, to the Remax, that was really cool. I thought that. Yeah, I thought the the best throwback definitely won that race. Uh, I was really a big fan of the. The 19 um, is throwback to Michael Waltrip's, was it, 03 500 win? Yep, yep, that's what it was, yep. So, yeah, I really like that 19 truck from Derek Krause. You got a favorite truck throwback? Uh, I didn't see any this weekend, to be honest with you. You got to pick that 22. Yeah. The what Jack Stu- uh, let me ask you this. Was Stuart Friesen in the truck this weekend? Cause, yeah. Okay. I... <laughs> I don't uh, think he had a throwback, did he? No. No, he did. Did he? Did he? he did. I I follow him in the modifieds. It was Tim. It was a Tim Richmond throwback. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. okay. Well, then yeah, I got to go with Tim Richmond. You you can't go wrong with a Tim Richmond. I mean, that guy. That's a topic for another day. That guy can drive. But if you're gonna go with a Tim Richmond throwback, I'll go with that. Then I guess I didn't see it. Um, if anybody can find a picture of it, I'd be glad to see it. Um, um. I like Stuart Friesen. I watched him uh, at Bristol in the modified, just completely tear it up. And then he he went back to back as well. 
uh, at Bristol in, in a modified, and I follow him on Twitter. Um, and if I can catch a truck race, I usually look for him. Uh, I don't know why, but I just he I, I watched him at Eldora and liked his style of driving. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. If it was a cool, uh, it, I'm sure it was a cool throwback to Tim Richmond. Yeah, I'm sending it in that group right now. What's that? I'm sending it in that group right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I definitely want to check it out. Tim, I, it, it, you can't go wrong with Tim Richmond. Yeah, He's an icon in the sport of NASCAR. Um, you know. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right, let's get into some NASCAR picks then. Yeah, we're going to Dover this weekend. We got the Xfinity Ooh. Series and the Cup Series this weekend. The Truck Series is off. So, uh, who you got in the Xfinity races on Saturday? Uh, Saturday, you got 1.30 p.m. start. And I like Dover, but I think Dover's a really good track. And they got they got the 750 package back at Dover this weekend. So, yep. I'm pretty excited for uh, for Dover. I think Dover's a good – I'm sad to see Dover lose a date. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, they chose to do it, so I don't feel Yeah, because they, they own Nashville, so they, they gave one of their dates to Nashville. They used to, to run in right. June, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but huh. Saturday, I'm going to pick – Noah Gregson. Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, I, I don't know too many uh, Xfinity drivers, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to have to start watching it, especially if you guys are going to uh, want me to have me back. i got to have more to talk about. So um, I'm just going to skip. Obviously, I'll take Stuart Friesen in the truck. They're uh, not racing I... this weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, well, anyway – I'll probably take Stuart Friesen anytime the trucks race, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR, uh, man, that's tough. I don't, uh, I, I, I like, I like to see a Chevy up front. Uh, I'll tell you what, I hate to do this, man. And I'm, 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 I'm not a Larsonite, but I see Larson, uh, getting it done. It's a good pick. I think you can get it done. It's it's a it's it's kind of it's kind of like racing at the Grove. They got some decent straightaways and some nice corners. It was one of the last races he uh, won in before the uh, whole debacle in twenty. Yeah, it's actually last time. That's the last time he raced at Dover. He dominated there. Yeah, yeah. and that car. I'll tell you what. And I know we're short on time again. That car. He can drive that thing anywhere. He's been looking hot. He's he he's he's on the toe. So if he does, you know, hopefully he. I'd rather see him win in an Xfinity than in a sprint car, um, or in uh in the Cup car than in a sprint car. But uh, I'll take Larson. I think it's a track that it's something that he would dominate. It looks like a place he can dominate, and you guys are saying that he does. So yeah, I'll I think I think, I think he's going to be really strong and tough to beat Sunday. To be honest, I think it's a good pick. As far as Xfinity, I will go with Daniel Hemrick to finally get his first career win mm. in the Xfinity Series. That's my boy, in case you didn't know. So I'm going with Daniel Hemrick. See some backflips. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see it. It is long overdue. He's been so close. So many. Probably he had a tire go down under caution on Saturday. Otherwise, he probably could have won that race. Is that so, why they they pitted late? Yeah, that's what it is. So they yeah they had a tire courting. And actually, okay. they caught it because Almondinger radioed it and said, "Let the eighteen know their tires courting." So, good guy, AJ. Yeah. All so, right, Sunday. Who you got, Travis? 
Sunday, I was going to pick Kyle Larson too, but double since, down. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll make a different pick. The other guy I was thinking about picking, he runs really good here, and they got this package nailed right now. And I'll go Martin Shrex Jr. to go back to back and get his <laughs> fourth career win at Dover. Damn. My wife would like you for that. She loves Martin Shrex Jr. He's an awesome she, guy. I like him too. Okay. Um, I'm on the fence here. I don't know who. I'm, I'm kind of in between two drivers. Um, both of them. Are, well, I should say one. I don't know when the last time Denny's won here, but last year. Did he win here last year? Okay. Yeah. Denny Hamlin. That's I forgot. A good pick. Well, it's, it's a toss up between him or Chase Elliott. Oh. I, I feel like Hendrick is going to run really well, but I also think Gibbs has his 750 fa- package figured out. Um, we went here when Chase won. We were here when Chase that, won. That was a hell of a party. It was. Um, so, they had, I'll pick Dennis. Dennis Hamlin. Dennis the Minnow. Denny the Hamlin. All right. Well, All right. I think that's, that's a hell of a podcast. It. it is. Yeah. It's coming up on, what, two hours almost? Yeah, about wow. two hours. So. Probably about hey. an hour and 45 minutes when it's all cut down. But, yeah. It's definitely yeah. going to be our longest podcast. But I didn't want to didn't want to stop it. We were just talking. That's what it, I like about I, it. Hey, I could do this. You know me, Derek. You and I did it uh, when we were at Bristol. We sat up for hours just talking. I can talk racing and 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 just that's part of the best thing about it i appreciate you guys having me on i definitely hopefully you guys will have me on again oh uh, yeah even sure. even if it's just to talk local um i might not be able to get to the races a whole lot but i can try to do my research as best as i can and um and and, and watch as much as i can yeah um, i mean we'll certainly look to have you on for uh, all the big shows when the outlaws are in town um, yeah. up there, you'll be like we'll have, our our central PA posse news guy. <laughs> we'll we'll have to uh, we got we got to get you to do a NASCAR race too. And like I said, I'll be up to I'll be up at Pocono in June. So I know you said you don't want Pocono to be your first NASCAR race, but if you no. have a change of heart and want to come hang out and go to Pocono, okay. let me know. Yeah, and uh, check the schedule on what's running sprint cars that weekend. Uh, and if you want to make a stop, you know, um. In Central PA and on a Friday or a Saturday, if you can, if you can, we'll get you to Lincoln or the Grove. Oh, I'll definitely look into it. So yeah, uh, see what you got that weekend. If you're gonna be here, you know, and we're staying uh, in Allentown. I'm going with my parents. We're staying in Allentown. Okay. So, so, uh, you uh, ride the Turnpike all the way down into Harrisburg, and then the Grove's just right down the Turnpike a little bit more. And Lincoln's only like 40 minutes away. Yeah, if they're racing their Saturday night, whew, that'd be perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, Lincoln races every Saturday, unless unless there's something else going on that they have scheduled throughout the year. But usually, almost every Saturday, Lincoln is racing. The Grove races every Friday, and you'll get your occasional uh, Sundays at Bapst. And Port Royal also races Saturday. So if you guys are in town for that, and I'm free. We can uh, maybe get Derek up here, and and he can spend the night at my place, and uh, we'll get you to Lincoln at least. That sounds yeah. awesome to me. We'll definitely uh, keep in touch about that. Sweet. And not yeah, anytime up up there, if I come up for a Saturday local show, a weekly show or something, I'll let you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I said, I'll, yeah. Well, I'll see you Saturday, bud. Yeah, I'll see you. Hey, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. Hope you enjoyed yeah, it. We enjoyed oh, having yeah. you on. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's Lincoln. Don't forget, I think warm-ups are 
probably around like six, six thirty, maybe. Yeah, we'll call it six thirty. Yeah, and then the Grove, the same thing. So don't forget, uh, don't forget that six o'clock or six thirty for both. All right. Cheers. All right. All right. All right. Have a good one. All right. See you, Travis. See you, buddy. See you, man. See y'all.